is totally irresponsible parenting. Not according to the internet. Where on the internet? Dax, it's time for your bath. But I miss my show. Don't argue with me, young man. Just do it. This is our dad. I'm the professor. Yeah, he made us in his laboratory by accident. Don't worry, professor. I was an accident, too. You're my children, and I love you, but you're all terrible. There you go. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes. Have we have we heard from Johnny at all? I Johnny Twero has entered the waiting room. John Twero has joined. There no. we go. Rosie, what are you doing? If you hear doggy chain or doggy tags jingling, it's Rosie's fault. <laughs> She's up in my face. Breathing in the mic with her little chihuahua nose. I feel weird like I'm the only one that it's on camera, so I'm going to turn off my camera. Okay. I was going to say, I could turn I mean, my camera on, but... You can, you can stay on if you want. Bed. Yeah, oh, same. No. Like, I could just turn my camera on and have you look at my dog. <laughs> I'm currently using my camera to shave my testicles, so... <laughs> 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 on that note <laughs> hi everybody <laughs> welcome to the newest episode of geek parenting podcast where we go from stuffy penises to shaving shaving testicles <laughs> did i tell you guys what happened after like the third day lily and i had walked back past that booth all of their penises were gone. Never, Somebody must have complained. Somebody must yeah, have complained. I, say, I never, I never did find that booth. So. Yeah. Yep. They were the next time Lily bummed. and I had walked by on Saturday, they were all gone. So either they, they sold them out, out or somebody complained. <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe that, maybe that, maybe somebody went and bought them all. Well, I did see one family get up and leave when we started talking about stuffed penises. So <laughs> they're like, yeah. uh, no. <laughs> well, and like, it's funny because like when we were talking about in the, that in the message, or like we were talking about the after party having problems with like the food and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's you can't like put a hundred percent of that on the con because like you can give it, you can put it on them for like overselling tickets and stuff like that. Yeah, but, you know, the restaurant, yeah, but the there restaurant yeah, but the restaurant should have been prepared year. for stuff like that. Well, like at the yeah, after party. exactly. Um, there were so, I saw lots of complaints from cosplayers uh, on TikTok. We should probably start with introductions, though. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, this is Geek Parenting Podcast. Uh, I am Doctor Sarah. You can find me here, of course, on Geek Parenting Podcast, occasionally on Twitch. Now that Lily's home at Loves Like Pie. Uh, it's loves like pie also on TikTok, and then it's like I changed all my stuff back over to the Geek Parenting Podcast, so we'd have social media stuff once we started all this stuff back up again. But that's me in a nutshell. And uh, to my internet left is Johnny Tuero. Holy cow, that's me! Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, Johnny. Uh, here I am in your bushes and ready to rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I saw you. <laughs> it's like ready to do some mad peeping. That's right. Yeah. Working on my mental health and, and just doing my thing. So that, that's all I'm up to. to. To my podcast, Perpendicular, is Sheena Van Cotton. I've got my uh, mental health under wraps, I think, but my physical health is tanking. That's no good. But uh, other than that, I'm on social media a little bit, <laughs> and uh, occasionally, occasionally taking some pictures, you know, as a as the photographer I am. Um, nice. You can, yeah, you can find me uh, big big to the red on um, Instagram. I also have my Sheena B photography page and Sheena Van Cott on Facebook. I guess that just leaves me. Oh yeah, that does. and then there's shit. I dropped the ball. <laughs> and then there's and then there's James. <laughs> Fail. Hello, everybody. Yeah. I am James Estrada, aka uh, 
uh, nerdy at home dad, aka now uh, Samaj Adarte across the internet. Um, I do TikTok, which is uh, Instagram, Twitter, just all over the place. Uh, trying to get back into the creative side of things, working on cosplays for Jay, uh, thinking about working on a cosplay for me, and it'll be interesting if I get that done. Uh, and then yeah, we, oh, something I want to start off with is we are putting together a Discord group for yes. all of our listeners and stuff. I've been trying to set that up today. Um, so who knows, maybe when we put this out, we'll episode out, we'll uh, link the Discord in there so you yes. can join us, join the conversations. Uh, absolutely do that. There's going to be a spot in there where if you have, you as listeners have ideas for guests or something excuse me or something you want us to talk about there's going to be a little spot in the discord where you can put your ideas and stuff uh the discord has a bunch of news uh for all the different things there's a spot for spoilers and theories um and then also uh because if sarah gets back into streaming we'll have a place so you can see your clips (laughs) so people can watch your twitch clips they can watch me play Horizon Zero Dawn and fall off very tall places by accident numerous times. So, <laughs> or, or, you know, be attacked by deer in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So, oh, yeah. Those are the two but, options. Other than that, yeah, that's all I'm doing. So, you yeah. yeah, it looks like we lost Johnny. We can, we, can, we can proceed. Hopefully, I'm watching the admit room and seeing if we have to put him back in here. Um, but yeah, we lost Johnny. Oh, no, Johnny, come back. Uh, I guess this might be a good spot to probably say um, we're going to take we we went to FanX um, this past weekend and I did get an interview with a cosplayer Larissa Page Cosplays so we're going to play that right here so we're going to take a hot second we're going to play that short interview for you and then we will be back and hopefully Johnny will be back with us by the time that interview is over so anyway we'll break here Enjoy that interview, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Perfect. So I am here with Larissa Page, and she is a cosplayer. We're here at Salt Lake Fan X. How are you doing today? Pretty good. It's the last day. Feeling a little tired, but the last day is always the best day. Which uh, which costumes did you wear this time around? Um, all of them, or just what I am today? Uh, let's do all of them. So on Thursday, I was Fern Calloway from Critical Role. Yesterday, I <laughs> one day was watching the second season of Bridgerton with my fiance. And I looked at him and I was like, how cool would it be to have Game of Thrones characters dressed like Bridgerton characters? So I did Marjorie Tyrell in a Regency-style Bridgerton dress, and today I am Sailor Saturn. Fantastic. We had a few questions about you and and cosplay, and uh, how did you start with cosplay? How did you get into it? So for my 21st birthday, my birthday's in July, I wanted to go to San Diego Comic-Con. And I was like, that's going to be the best way that I could turn 21, because that's kind of my jam. I somehow magically got tickets, which is awesome. I did the waiting room and everything. I got them. And I was researching Comic-Con because I knew that it happened, but I didn't know much more than that. And I saw that people dressed up. And I'm like, I can do that. It's like Halloween, but in the middle of the year. And so I put together a closet cosplay, and then I kind of like ordered stuff from Amazon and altered it. And I did. I wore like a Doctor Who shirt the last two days. So I... Went to San Diego Comic-Con, and then when we had our first fan at Salt Lake back in 2013, I learned that we were bringing in professional cosplayers, and I was like, well, what makes them professional? And I learned that people that actually did it that traveled around to shows, and I'm like, well, I want to do that. So I started following Des Creepcore, who's my best friend in real life, and I kind of learned a little bit of what she did, and I started a social media, and I developed a following, and nine years later, here I am. Fantastic. So how would you encourage parents who, whose kids want to get into cosplay? What would you recommend for them? I would recommend coming to Fanex. Um, it's another excuse to wear that Halloween costume that they probably run around the house in. And it just start taking them to panels and ask them what they're interested in. And if there's something they want to dress up as, help them either buy things that alter it or, you know, if you're a wonderful seamstress like my mom is, you can make them for them because that's how I learned to sew. But just introduce them to comic-con all of us cosplayers on cosplay alley really like to give advice and help but just listen to them and see what they want to do 
and step-by-step step help them through the process of creating a costume, like I said, whether it's store-bought or handmade. And as they grow older, they can start to do it themselves and just kind of immerse them that way and, uh, you know, just That's stuff awesome. like that. Awesome. And Lily had a question for you, too. What was your question? How do you keep wigs from detangling? <laughs> How do you keep wigs from being all crazy? Because that's our biggest challenge. You know what? That's my biggest challenge, too, besides finding prescription contacts. Um, I keep mine in the plastic bags that they come in inside the hairnets. I know people that keep them on wig heads, like, on display, and I do that for my highly styled wigs. But for the most part, if you take them off and you brush them before you put them back in the bag, it should be good. And then if you take them out, you should only have to brush out just a little bit. But when you're done for the day, don't just rip it off, ball it up, like take it off with care, brush it before you put it away because you'll think yourself later and don't leave them on the floor because I have done that before and ruined several weeks. So <laughs> this one has done the same. <laughs> um, so where can we find you on social media? So I am on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as Larissa Page Cosplay. My Twitter is Larissa P Cosplay because apparently my name was too long. Oh no. Well, I highly recommend following her, especially on TikTok, because her videos are amazing. And thank you so much for taking a few minutes and talking to us on Geek Parenting Podcast today. Oh, absolutely. And if anybody ever has any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I am most responsive on Instagram because it's easier to see the messages. And I am more than happy to answer questions and give advice because I like to help other people because I had so much help getting into it myself that I want to just pass on the torch the best I can. Thank you so much. We're back, but Johnny is not. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Does somebody want to text him and see if he's uh, having issues? I'm zooming on my phone. So uh, let's see. I can if do someone's it. Someone's on a computer. That would be let's easy. See. Oh, no. We lost John. It's making that was James. James, it made you reinstall your Zoom? Yeah. Obnoxious. We lost you. Technical Stupid. difficulties. Stupid <laughs> Thank God for Adobe Audition and we can edit all this out. Let's see. Maybe. Let's see, I'm not getting a text back. Well, we can get started with, I guess, FanX, and then hopefully Johnny can is able to get back in with us. Uh, but uh, how, where should we start? Should we start, James? Uh, you kind of guide this lovely episode. Um, so, yeah, FanX, you know, it was definitely uh, back to pre-COVID numbers. You're looking at... I think they topped out at 35,000 people by the end of the weekend, which uh, is the at capacity for the Salt Palace. Uh, Jesus. And it felt that you felt like you were sardines in there. Uh, oh, yeah, especially on yeah, Saturday. It was, yeah, Saturday was, uh, I didn't stay long. <laughs> well, we and, didn't you know, either. It, I think one of the things is like, I think in the panel rooms, you saw more people with masks than you did on the floor. Yeah, um, I I honestly didn't see a whole lot of masks at all. I saw I quite a few masks. in panels. I didn't, and I wish I, I wore one. I wore one most of the time. If I was eating or drinking, I usually had had it off, but I tried yeah. to wear it as much as I could. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I've I've kind of been going without the mask. Um, I had COVID in May, and I. I, it sucks because I went a couple years without getting it and then I got it it was like a bad cold but now I, I might be suffering some repercussions uh, as a result of it I might have some long COVID issues um, wearing a mask in that convention center would have been really really difficult for me to breathe yeah well, <laughs> so like... I'm, I'm kind of getting the other end of the perspective you know with with all that like I've, yeah. I've tried wearing masks in certain settings like going to the doctors because i've been in doctor's offices a lot lately and it's it's hard it's hard to wear a mask when you can't breathe and and i think maybe my because i was had been wearing a mask so frequently for work when i went out to travel 
and we were in yeah. hospitals and were required. I'm just just used to wearing masks for long periods of yeah. time. So I don't know if it's just yeah, easier was, for me. I was like that too, for sure. Um, I think I'm just like, I'll wear it in, like I said, in hospitals and stuff like that. I probably should have worn one at, at con. I, I didn't think it was going to be as slammed as it was, to be honest. Yeah, yeah and was... I don't think that they were either until Saturday morning because yeah. uh, I actually... Well, even Thursday, even Thursday was really busy. I was pretty surprised at how how high the count was for Thursday. Yeah, I wasn't too surprised with Thursday just because it's, like I said, post, like people are, especially in Utah, you have a bunch of people thinking post-COVID, like, you know, a lot of people here think it's over, whatever, you know, it's going to be around forever. Um, but I think that uh, it could have been worse Thursday. Yeah, no. uh, I think I Thursday saw more was, people with masks Thursday on Thursday. Uh, yeah. It was Saturday where I saw, like, the lack of, well, and it, there were a lot of things going wrong, but I don't put it on the con. I put it on Salt Palace because, yeah. like, there are people without passes and without wristbands getting in because what the salt palace had it looked like the salt palace had taken over security so and they had there was a, like, i think there was a point kids. where they just they were like they were like we give up we don't yeah we don't care yeah yeah and it's wow. frustrating because you know a lot of people pay a lot of money to go in there and yeah. these salt palace security guards are just letting them go through because they don't yeah little do they know we could have just wall we could have just waltzed in probably at one yeah point. jesus yeah. um yeah. and it seemed like where you had con staff you had more security you had more yeah. like all this other, and there were some issues on the back end but it sounded like a lot of the office got sick like prior to the con so they were running mm-hmm. bare bones crew with a lot of stuff um, Jeez, it was just a rough. It was year probably before. chaos for sure. Yeah, yeah, it was a yeah. rough year on their end. But I especially say, with the amount of people that came, I mean, yeah. it, it was it was so crazy all three days. I I think. But I would say, like you know, uh, I had a blast. Jay had a blast. Mm-hmm. We had uh, my mom came up because she always comes up for the con. She had a blast. Uh, I love your mom, James. She's so amazing. (laughs) She's so sweet. Uh, She is. But uh, we had, I mean, and this this goes to show that, like, we had uh, one of Jay's friends come with us uh, from school. Like, his parents got a hold of me, and I guess they were talking about, like, I remember him mentioning it, but then I completely forgot about it until right before the con, uh, because he had mentioned that his friend wanted to go with us. And I was like, yeah, they have ticket ready i mean even if not you know we can get a ticket for friday or whatever and he can come hang out with us and all this other stuff and so you know it's the it was his friend's first com- <clears throat> first convention so we got to introduce a new kid to convention scene yay um, and he had a blast he bought some ninja swords uh, <laughs> from demon slayer and uh you know, he just had so much fun, and then he actually had so much fun that he convinced his parents to let him come on Saturday, too. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, we were saying my mom was the sweetest, and they were mostly with my mom the entire time, because I had panels on Saturday, um, and then there were also, I had friends who wanted to come to the con for the first time as well, so I had other people that I was introducing to the con and, like, all this other stuff, so I was just all over the place uh but it was you know it was fun it took me back to like I said pre-COVID kind of mindset um Mm -hmm. although I wish like I said especially on Saturday I wish I would have wore a mask but other than that panels went great um I'm excited for next year because next year is the 10th anniversary yeah, well, we had a we had a decent turnout. This we time. did. We had a really we had a really good turnout at our panel. So, so thank you um, to those of you who showed up. Which you can now listen to on Geek Parenting Podcast on any of your uh, podcast listening apps that was published the day after. So uh, that is out and available now as well if you want to hear our panel from FedEx. And I will say too, so I was on a wrestling panel that with uh, Chelsea from. Uh, Chelsea and Noel go to hell podcast mm-hmm. and she actually recorded a wrestling podcast so if you go to their patreon they have all of their panels up there for free um, Ooh, and sweet. if you go to the uh, 
don't or I think it was called Don't Turn Your Back on the Wolfpack and Ode to the <laughs> NWO. Uh, that is the panel that I was on with Chelsea and a bunch of other amazing people. Nice. Um, but yeah, I would definitely go check that one out. Sweet. Uh, Lily and I pretty much just wandered the floor most of the time and shopped. Um, she, she did say she loved going to our panel and she wants to go to more panels next time. I'm sure that'll last all of 10 minutes. Um, but uh, we, we met one celebrity this year. That was Lindsay Seidel, who is an anime voice actress that they wanted to meet. And that's really all we did. Like, I, I mean, there were some celebrities I would have liked to have met, but like, not like any, I had to like, I have to, to meet these people. Yeah, um, is, that, is that a good segue for my celebrity interaction? Absolutely. Me, Heck yes, me, it is. Made me cry like an yes. idiot. Yes, tell us about your celebrity <laughs> interaction. So the, the first year that um, Ron Perlman came, I can't remember what year it was. Um, he, he was here for a day. Something happened. I don't know if it was a fan pissed him off or something. I think I heard something about somebody said something that kind of irked him and he canceled the next two days and left. And I was like, for sure, he's not going to come back. Like, I'm never going to see him again. And I'm never going to get that, you know, opportunity to meet him. But I've been a fan of his work for so long. And, and uh, he actually, I don't know if you guys know, but he wrote a memoir. Uh, he, you'd think like, why did he write a memoir, right? Because he's, you know, not that old of he's, a dude. But, but he's lived a pretty freaking cool acting life. He has, but um, the thing is, is he wrote the memoir because there was this thing in his book about um, how he had, most of the men in his family didn't live past the age of 60. It was just this ongoing thing. Um, He he thought for sure that that was going to happen to him at one point in time in his life. He, uh, he was acting, um, he had done uh, Beauty and the Beast back in the day. Mm-hmm. and um he actually attempted to take his own life um at one point while he was married and and uh he did it while his family was out and so he he ended up coming to while they were still gone like they didn't even know that he had done it for a long time I think he he didn't even tell them you know for a while after the attempt but he came to like while they were gone and stuff and was like oh man I you know tried to do that and anyway it was because his agent had told him that he he wasn't going to make it real big until he was well into his 60s and he was like well I guess that's it for me you know (laughs) he just (laughs) didn't think that he didn't think that it was gonna matter you know because he's like I'm gonna be dead anyway so um I thought that was a pretty crazy story and and the fact that he was so open about it and um I just, I just really, it really resonated with me as someone who has suffered with suicidal ideation for the better part of like seven years. Um, I just felt this, this deep compelled, you know, need to, to tell him how much I appreciated that. And so uh, the line was pretty short. I made sure to go um, first thing Saturday morning uh, before the crowds got too crazy. And I went and waited and, and finally met him and I took his book and I had him sign it. And uh, I, I walked up to him and I said, uh, I read your book and I want to tell you, I, you know, I told him how I had been suffering for seven years or so and his whole face just like dropped. And, and he said, uh, he said, you know, when I, when I took that story to my, to my publisher and I, and I was a little worried about whether or not that was going to be too much information you know should I keep that in or should I take it out and play it safe and he's like signing the book you know as as he's telling me the story he says and and when I showed it to them they said you absolutely have to keep that in and I said yeah it's important to talk about that stuff and he says yeah that's exactly why I ended up you know keeping it in because it I think it's important to get that information out to the world um it's it's something that needs to be talked about more often and I said yeah it absolutely does need to be talked about more often and definitely uh, and then I choked up of course and started sobbing and he just took both of his hands and he grabbed my hand and he said I'm so glad you made it and and I said I'm glad you did too and I just like <laughs> I probably like ugly cried like a crazy person <laughs> for like 
a hot five seconds, you know, while I was holding hands with Ron Perlman or Hellboy or, you know, Clay from from Sons of Anarchy. Like, I mean, he's been in so many awesome things. Oh, yeah. His, his, I told him, uh, you know, how big of a fan I was of Hellboy, of course, and, and Sons of Anarchy. And his his performance in Sons is just phenomenal. And then his uh, his voice acting work is is stellar. Like he's mm-hmm. just such a talented guy. Following him on Twitter is is an absolute delight. I love his Twitter. Oh, I love his he Twitter. Is one of my favorite people on the planet. And so to be able to meet him and just tell him what he means to me was just so. It was by far one of my top like three celebrity encounters. I mean, it was just. I I haven't been that excited over a celebrity meeting in a long time. And and Mark Hamill was probably my last one where I was where Super I was that affected and that excited about it, you know, and, but this one was deeper for me. Um, just because I, I think it was important to be able to tell him. And he said, he said, you know, that means a lot to me because I don't often hear, you know, feedback like that about my book. And so um, I think it meant a lot to him. In that moment. So it was, it was by far one of my favorite celebrity encounters for sure. Hell yeah. yeah that's amazing yeah i i wanted to share that i think one of my favorite things is was just seeing everybody again you know there were a lot of people there this year who weren't there last year um you know so you know getting to see jay and stefan and everybody um you know in the when we're hanging out in the green room that was just that was amazing um just to be able to see everybody again and say hi and give everybody hugs and after the you know few years we've had of of you know absolute insanity with covid yeah yeah and i know i know geek show was struggling this year too since jimmy's passing and yeah Jay mentioned that when i ran into him while i was there so yeah yeah you know shout out to jay whitaker thanks for coming back and it was so good to see you um hell yeah it was yeah so i wish i could have run into more of those guys i like yeah, I, love, I, I love me some carrie jackson hugs i know <laughs> i'm really i'm really bummed i didn't get to run into shannon but or hopefully Shannon, next yeah. year Shannon yeah or, or like I, I haven't seen I'm Shannon forever sure, I'm pretty sure Shannon was just there for geek show and then he left and then yeah he, he wasn't gotcha. he wasn't there very long from what I understand yeah gotcha, he's, gotcha. he's had some some crazy life changes lately but. oh yeah 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 yep yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he has <laughs> but he definitely of Shannon uh a plug for them real quick starting yeah, October, sure. October 6th uh if you're in the Salt Lake area they're going to be doing they're moving it to keys on main downtown keys right on main. i think that's going to be so cool um, mm-hmm. and this time they're changing it up a little bit too because there's a five dollar cover charge but that cover mm-hmm. charge goes to brian patty and shannon um, yeah. so you know get your teams ready let's uh show them how much we appreciate them coming back we should we should definitely try and we go. need we need to we need to at least at least once. i think that would be awesome yeah at least once if not more <laughs> at least once. well it's hard for me to get to salt lake in the evenings so yeah oh, yeah me too but, and I, especially uh, if it's on like I'll a week as, as possible yeah yeah uh, i'll be there to represent us as much as possible. is it weeknights you know i think it's wednesdays still is it wednesdays again? Okay. let's okay. see when's october yeah so i i definitely won't be able to unless it's during the summer October are they ex- are they expecting a big turnout for the first event it's a thursday <gasps> oh no not a oh, thursday no, still still weekday that's that's my critical role night guys i don't know yeah and that's uh that's before <laughs> my 4 a.m shift but i don't go to sleep until one o'clock in the morning Oof. anyway so we'll be good uh, <laughs> so well, i might be able to make it at some point but yeah i definitely want to try to to get down there so so, we're all just a bunch of parents <laughs> god damn it I know. <laughs> on top of all that fan x stuff we had a lot of stuff happen in tv the geek world oh yeah. so much um you know i wanted to start off with uh the last of us trailer oh the oh. teaser trailer dropped a couple days ago i'll let you guys kind um, of blabber about that because i'm definitely not familiar with it so, so i'm going to be perfectly honest i have never finished the game personally i have watched other people play both the first one and the second one and i think they're beautiful stories i love them yeah i've seen it i've seen it played i've just um, never tried it myself. i told james i keep getting stuck in the same spot like every time i try to play through it and i just give up eventually i'm like i can't get past these damn clickers fuck this shit <laughs> See, and I think that's the thing, like, uh, so 
from what I saw the teaser trailer, it looks amazing. It looks beautiful. Uh, you know, you it looks have, terrifying too. Oh though. yeah, you see like, the clickers. They look exactly like they do in the game. They sound exactly like they do in the game. Um, yeah. You know, you have Pedro Pascal and uh, Bella Ramsey, and I think like I was talking about this with one of my friends. How I think most of the cast in the show. Yeah, Troy Baker. Yeah, Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson also have cameos somewhere yeah. um, who are the primary voice actors. So, But like so, everything looks beautiful. I'm just hoping that they pull elements from both games into the show because the second game has so much backstory and flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like they're going to do, from what I could tell today, they're going to do the prequel. Like there's some prequel content in there. Of, yeah, so that's how the game starts though too. Is the game starts with Joel and his biological yeah. daughter in their home um, but it looks and, like the little girl that uh, that um ellie is friends with too though uh so there's she there's another her, little girl yeah so she meets her um kind of right before the events I, well so it's kind of mixed because i know that she becomes friends with a girl who fits that description of the friend mm-hmm. uh in when they get to the town that so it's when they get like to the Salt Lake City area in the game. Yeah. Because uh, in the second game, she has flashbacks of hanging out with that girl. And gotcha. then um, when they did the Last of Us remaster, they added like a DLC to people who didn't get the remaster, mm-hmm. uh, which is a little adventure with that girl. Yeah. Um, but I think you're just gonna see a lot of you're going to see a lot of stuff and I'm really excited for it. I'm hoping like in the discord, I asked if uh, you're hoping if people are hoping for like something that's like as close to the storyline of the game as possible, or if they just want some kind of adaptation that, you know, takes a lot of creative, uh, uh, what's it called? Licenses. Yeah. And, you know, kind of makes it its own thing. I, um, I kind of hope they stick with the story because the story is good. Like, there's no... It is, but there's so many things that I would rather them do. Like, I would rather them go anywhere else but Salt Lake City. But, and it's not just because I live here, but it's because uh, there's, I feel like there's other places that they could go to Mm -hmm. uh, that would mean more to the story. like I don't know, I maybe they'll pass a sign that says Salt Lake City, and that'll be all we get. Like, You'll I, see a giraffe walking mind, in the background. I don't mind if they don't go into downtown Salt Lake City, you know. <laughs> um, Damn it, James! But like I said, I'm really excited for that. I can't wait till next year to see that. Um, and then you know, kind of rolling through all the geek news stuff. Uh, we had Andor release last oh, Wednesday. Yes. I watched uh, the first episode. First, it is so good. Yeah, the first three I watched, episodes. I watched all three tonight. They are fantastic. It's they, it. It feels like rogue. It honestly, it feels like Rogue One, and you know, just the way they're telling I, the story. I feel like I'm gonna be the butt. I'm gonna be the butt this time. I I was super bored through the first two episodes. Um, the third episode picked up for sure. I think what's happening though is like because we talked about this we had an Andor panel at Fanet and we had talked about this same thing that you know it's a slow deliberate burn because this this is what they say I think they said this is 12 episodes mm-hmm. um, this well, is this is the longest one I've done I think yeah so this well, is I was talking episodes. to I was talking to a friend of mine and they said I can see why they released three episodes to start because the first two were just so kind of slow going. See, and I think uh, the thing but, with the first two is there's a lot of stuff that, so like the main criticism I'm seeing is that people are saying there's no Easter eggs or stuff like that. There's nothing tied right. to the Star Wars universe. To anything else, yeah. Happening. But in those first two episodes, you actually get so much that, like mentioned in books and comics and other movies, but it's only like a side um, it's it's just like super introductory it's yeah. very introductory and it's very new and and for me it was 
not not that I was it was just easy to pull me out of it you know what yeah, I mean for sure. it, it was definitely it had a different it's its own thing it's it, it had a different vibe you know don't go into it thinking that it's going to be like the other shows really because it's definitely its own thing it's definitely yeah. its own storyline well and I think the thing we're looking at too with Andor is uh like I said there's some mentions of some of the planets that we visit in the Star Wars galaxy already but right. so far 90 percent of the stuff they've shown is it's new brand new brand new planets, it's new, new but the, the thing that the thing that I kind of dig about that though is that Rogue One was like that yeah. Rogue One was kind of like that anyway, so I feel like they kind of did that almost as a, to pay tribute, you know, pay yeah. homage to to Rogue One itself. I mean, they they were able to kind of give Andor its own its own vibe, its own feel, like they did with Rogue One, and Rogue One was so fucking good. Yeah, you know? well, and I think and, that's the thing that people don't realize is that one of the co-directors for Rogue One is the main director and writer for Cassian for the show. Um, yeah so it's going to have a lot of the same feel i believe that yeah. he wrote and directed all of the episodes but that's um, but that's but that's sadly the only thing about it that really made me have kind of a rogue one feel to it i i didn't really and maybe i just need to rewatch it and really focus on it but like you know i've had a lot going on sadly but um I just didn't, I didn't have, there wasn't this, that same excitement that I typically get when I'm watching something Star Wars related, you know, I didn't, I didn't get that with this one, but right. again, I, I might just need to give it another shot when I'm not exhausted. Well, and <laughs> yeah. I think something though too is, I think it's definitely going to pick up more now that we yeah. got to where we're at. Like, that I don't that give third episode there. for sure. Yeah. I don't want to give anything too much away, but the, the third episode is where it really, I felt like it picked up for me. Um, but it, it definitely took two whole episodes before I started to feel like, okay, that I'm, I'm catching on, you know, I'm, get, I'm getting right. to this. And, see, that's and, that's, thing, like, and for me, that's that. kind of unfortunate because other shows, I'm just like, first episode, I'm like, I'm hooked, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. with, this, with this one, it definitely didn't have that. Yeah, and me. like I was saying, I think the reason why we're getting that is because they're giving them the opportunity to build up really slow yeah. by doubling yeah. the amount of episodes that we've had for any star wars show yeah yeah so, you know so ho- hopefully it's just all uphill from here it's good i will find out well for as we're recording this we'll find out tomorrow because the next one releases tomorrow next one, yeah. nice yeah. um uh, i guess i better catch up tonight huh yeah <laughs> um i did end up binging um all of she hulk last night yeah, kid and I watched all of She-Hulk recently. Um, I am loving that one. Um, I, I love that it's got the shorter episodes. It's funny, but it's not like super ha-ha funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm kind of, uh, I'm on the fence about it. I, I, I like the actress. I think is phenomenal. I think she does a Tatiana good job. Tatiana Maslany. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's great. I, I loved her in Parks and Rec the little bit you see her in Parks and Rec I haven't seen her in anything else really um but so I was excited she was able to join the MCU I thought that was kind of big for her um she's a good actress I just um I think that they went a little bit too cheesy I think they went a little too cheese ball with this see, and I think they did that on purpose yeah because that's exactly, yeah. that's actually how all of her comic books are her comic books are the cheesiest comic books you'll ever yeah, well, that's um, that's probably it. Would be helpful maybe if I had read the comics, but I definitely wasn't. I, and that, I love how self-aware view. it is, and how like it literally is making fun of itself and making fun of all of the right. shitty yeah. Twitter things that people have been doing. <laughs> oh yeah, you well, know the like, past if, few years. Uh, if oh, I'm yeah, not mistaken, sure. I think that like all the fourth wall breaking we see Deadpool do. He actually didn't yeah. do it first. It was all She-Hulk breaking the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I see that for sure. Um, yeah. that, it's that one of the sense. things that I really love about it because I didn't read a lot of She-Hulk, but I knew that that was something that she did in her character. I um, did. I did totally have like a Deadpool moment, you know, while I was watching mm-hmm. it. I was like, this kind of has a Deadpool feel to it. So well, knowing knowing that, that though, that's how the comics were though helps me out a little bit to yeah. not like dislike it as much as I may have. You know what I mean? Because well, I, I don't I don't know anything about the comics for it. 
yeah well and then like i think one of the funny things like talking about deadpool um if you watch the last episode where they uh go through like the end credits the animations that they do Mm-hmm. Um, when they're going through her coworker's shoe closet, there is a Deadpool shoe that he is has. there. What? I missed that. I'm um, gonna go back yeah, and watch I did that. not pay attention. To it's that. in the like top right corner of the screen, but there's a Deadpool shoe, and that is. Oh, that was a fail on my part there. I didn't. Officially... I what a rookie thing. I should have paid attention to the end. <laughs> that's officially the introduction of Deadpool to the MCU. Holy shit. I'm going to have to go back and watch that so, now. Good catch, James. Uh, but yeah, She-Hulk I think is great. I, I'm interested interested to see who they have as the big bad. Like, yeah. The crew is working for. Um, my friend Who's Garrett, trying to steal her director, blood? Um, but I don't think it's that. I think because in they announced that in uh, Captain America New World Order that we're getting the leader back. Um, and if you remember Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk movie, there was, I forget the actor's name, he was in uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, but he drinks the soda that is tainted with Hulk's blood, and then you see his head becoming bigger because he's becoming the leader. So, okay. Well, uh, we know, we we do know we're getting um, the Thunderbolts, right? And it's, it's definitely a different crew, but I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, it's all new territory for me, so I'm excited Absolutely. for it. Um, well, then, like, they, they, there's rumors that the Blade movie actually isn't even going to take place inside the MCU timeline. That it's taking what? place, like, in the 1800s. What? Um, Dude. Which is going to be interesting, because I think, canonically, um, Blade was born like in the 60s and uh, like you know became a the day walker as a baby but then didn't become like a vampire fighter and like eat. so it's gonna be mm. interesting to see how they tie it to the 1800s because you know he comes back uh, in present time because he's at the end of eternal yeah go back and watch all that Oh but man, that's gonna I feel be like I need to. I think I, I need to like refresh. <laughs> um, but on top of like all the MCU stuff, we got some images from uh, Empire Magazine for Black Panther: oh Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Um, which you know, there's a couple of pictures from the set, but they're also what I wanted to focus on was the different covers that they had for. Mm-hmm. Uh, the characters in the movie uh, because it is they're such powerful images just with uh, you know what you see uh, you see uh, Namor in his outfit and he just looks amazing uh, you know that headdress is amazing the jewelry is amazing everything about it I want all of it um <laughs> James for as Namor, yes. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'm going to start lifting weights. You know, I'm going to commit. Get a bow flex. Get a bow flex. <sighs> Get some dumbbells. Uh, but, you know, you have in the on the cover you have, of one of them, you have uh, the Queen, Shuri, and Namor. And all three of them look amazing. And mm-hmm. I'm just, the more I see from this, the more excited I am for this movie. So, I mean, like, it's sad. It's going to break me. It's It's going to break everybody. But, you know, it's going to be... Well, and it's it's already broken so many people, just just the sneak peeks we've had so far. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going to be powerful, for sure. But a couple other things I want to talk about before we get into something that kind of ties into the whole idea of this podcast, the geek parenting stuff. Uh, you shared something a little bit ago, Sarah, that is huge news for everybody. Oh, yes, it is. Is this what I, is this is this the Ryan Reynolds thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, we got another trailer today. 
uh well sort of you i guess it was more a, i guess it was more a, a teaser more than anything else mr ryan reynolds announced that deadpool 3 has been filming and it appears that hugh jackman will be reprising his role as wolverine as wolverine so and he's like sure sure ryan sure ryan oh, all of nerd society lost its collective minds <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> one of my friends. So we were watching it, like right as soon as you sent it, we were all watching it, and my friend was like, "Okay," I'm like, "No, this is his, this is his more that has the Marvel Studios logo over all this other stuff. This is official." Yeah. But mm-hmm. he's like, "Shit's happening." Mean, he's like, "That doesn't mean Wolverine's gonna be in it." <laughs> yeah, he's I mean, totally, I... he's totally gonna be in it. Like, I'm keeping, even if it, I'm keeping expectations low, man. Even if it's like a Brian short, Reynolds. like three minute like 30 second scene we're gonna see there's gonna be something what do you think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be a picture of hugh jackman on like deadpool nightstand it's just gonna be a picture of him somewhere like in his wallet or something he wouldn't (laughs) troll people that badly no he would oh he He absolutely would would. but what i loved about that teaser is the fact that it was like also a giant aviation gin commercial yes yes yeah, i was gonna say he was totally repping his fucking gin for that but, for and that that, that was thing. a long pour of gin too like it was yeah he, he just kept pouring it yeah, oh my god that's like all that's like all he talks about these days if it's not as like fucking so- soccer team. soccer team yeah which is hilarious. Totally, that was a. It was very much a Deadpool uh, gin commercial. I was gonna say vodka, but gin commercial. But it did give a release date as well, and that's yeah, what that's what's throwing people is it's a pretty far out the release date. It's yeah, it's twenty twenty four. It's September sixth, twenty twenty four is the projected release date for Deadpool three, uh, yep. the MCU's Deadpool. Oh, oh, I'm so excited. Deadpool. I'm so stoked. <laughs> and from all, Deadpool. And from everything I understand, it's going to be still that hard R Deadpool. So, yeah. Well, you know, they made the commitment to to Daredevil and all of the old MC, you know, all the old Marvel shows that were on Netflix or on Disney Plus now. So, I think uh, they're kind of embracing now, yeah. the fact that it's okay. There's, you know, ways to make sure kids aren't seeing the rated R stuff if parents really don't want them to. So, right kind of i applauded it up to the parents yeah yeah so and then you know so we don't uh have our like three hour <laughs> we can one thing i want the, the topic i wanted to talk about tonight uh, you're kind of cutting out bud oh let me a little uh, bit is that better yes yeah Okay, the topic I wanted to talk about tonight was, you know, we're getting into spooky season. Spooky, um, scary skeletons. What <laughs> are, so I want, you, I want you to think of uh, two different movies. What is a movie that you watch with your kids that gets you into the spooky season? And then what's mm-hmm. one that you watch by yourself? Hocus Pocus. Yeah, Hocus Pocus with my kid. That's a go-to, and it's coming out with a sequel soon. Yeah, so excited for that. Yep, just a few September days. Yep, um, coming soon. Lily, Lily ah. is so into spooky stuff. It's hard. Like most of what I watch, she watches with me. Um, yeah, same. I love Sweeney Todd. Like yep. Sweeney Todd and Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp. I know Johnny Depp's like I haven't even seen these Sleepy days, Hollow. but I love watching those at Halloween time. They were my tradition for a very long time. Um, now I kind of mix in some Crimson Peak and some Sugar Treats and some other ones that you know have come out mm-hmm. more recently. But I mean, I, I watch horror movies like year round. I could watch horror movies all right. the time. See, so. and, I, and I pretty much watch Nightmare Before Christmas from October until the New Year. So. Yeah. That's like one of my go-tos is Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, if you haven't seen it, Halloween Town's cute. <laughs> it's like super Halloween. cheesy, but I love Halloween Town. I think it's on Disney, actually, now that I'm Watch thinking that. about it. Yeah, it is. But 
Yeah, but Hocus Pocus is definitely my. That's kind of like the millennial classic. Like everybody loves Hocus Pocus. Yeah, everybody loves Hocus Pocus. Well, you know, and I have y'all watched the trailer for the second one. I have. Like the teaser for the second one. I have. I'm a little. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous about it, but I'm sure it'll be good. Hopefully, it'll be good. Bette Midler just nails it i mean i love that i love that bitch <laughs> <laughs> i've loved bet midler for a very long time <laughs> so i'm hoping she's also a delight on twitter by the way if you don't follow bet yes on twitter, on twitter you should she's a she's a force so i will say for me the movie that i watch with jay like to kick things off Usually we'll kick things off with either Nightmare Before Christmas or uh, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Oh, that's a good Uh, one, too. Love it so much. Uh, But also something that I do uh, throughout the holiday, throughout the Halloween season is like when I'm cleaning my apartment or stuff like that, I'll put on uh, Orson Welles for the world. Like the oh, the old, old school radio. Yeah, yeah. old school radio. Nice. Yeah. Spooky uh, as fuck. That's and, awesome. You know, it's just fun to listen to. Just... Tales from the Tales from the Crypt is pretty cool for that. Oh or, yeah. Or like the Twilight Zone or something like that. Yeah. It's like the old school. But yeah, when I was when I was younger, I used to watch the black and white Dark Shadows. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, my mom, my mom kind of got me into that. And so when they came out with that Johnny Depp Dark Shadows, the Tim Burton Dark Shadows, I was actually really excited. Because <laughs> I no. really loved Dark Shadows when I was a kid. Lily loves the Adams family, like the old school yeah, Adams, Adams family. Fam- oh, geez. I don't I don't know why I didn't even mention that. But yeah, Adams family is always awesome. This TV show is really good too. Yeah. Oh, so good. I'm excited uh, for Wednesday. We well, could, I'm we excited totally for Wednesday too. Into Wednesday, yeah. Exactly. Wednesday. Oh, yeah. There's another yeah. series, and that comes is, out October 26th. Yep. Is that yeah. now? From what I could tell, I didn't look at the rating for that, but that seems like that's going for like a much more adult. I think version. Uh, I think it's teen. It is teen. Yeah, I think it's like a 14. Yeah. 14 or something so i was like the whole piranha in the pool thing i was like it definitely appeals oh. to a, a teenager aesthetic i think absolutely for sure i'm excited for it i think it'll be cool it'll be interesting for sure i'm, I'm excited to see what they're doing with it yeah it's more serious kind of wednesday series yeah there's no yeah. ratings for it online yet oh wow yeah i guess we'll see yeah, we'll have to wait um, and see. But I only judge that, based off my own ratings anyway. Yeah. But given that, I would say that my the movie I watch by myself to kick off spooky season is always Scream. Oh, Scream? God, it's yeah, so Scream. good. <laughs> and just because I like when Matthew Lillard yells, you hit me with the phone, you dick. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I love that. My favorite line in any uh, movie. There's a celebrity I would have liked to have seen this weekend. And he, I think he canceled because I did not see his stuff yeah, there. Yeah, he canceled because... Was Lillard supposed to come? He yes. was. They were supposed to have what? Lillard, Nev Campbell, Skeet, and Oh, James. man. Yeah. If Lillard, if, Lil, if Lillard comes here, I will lose my Yeah, I, I, I wanted to get him Lillard. to sign my little critical role dice because he's super big into D&D and it's been... Well, he See, was on I, a... Have you, watched, have you watched Good Girls? I have not. He's really good in that. Um, but I, I'm also like SLC Punk and he was in 13 oh, yeah. Ghosts and... and I mean, I love math. I love I mean, hackers. Hackers. Hackers, like, man. He's good. Hackers. I love him. Yeah. Like, so I was so kind of bummed like, when I got there and found out he wasn't going to be there. So. Yeah. So he canceled oh. because of uh, scheduling conflict, but he posted a video on his uh, Instagram, like just thoroughly apologizing and saying that he wants oh. to come next year. Which oh, good. Oh, God. Year, I hope he comes next year. I'm going to have to plan for that because if he does, I would it's the love 10 year anniversary. Yeah. You know they're probably gonna go huge, so he'll be he'll probably be here next. Year. Hopefully they'll have enough panelist badges for everybody that next time. 
shit 10 wow. years since the con started is that what you're saying next yep. year yeah they've been going for 10 Holy years shit. Um, captain america just, was seven years ago that just made me feel like super old <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy god i can't that's believe it's been crazy. 10 years yeah that's nuts oh if he comes next year for sure i want to meet him i love yeah that um oh yeah i know it'll be amazing if he comes next year hell yeah have we um i know we're like wrapping up but like have we talked about moon Knight yet i think we I talked think about we a, did. Little bit. a little bit did we talk we, about we haven't really t- we haven't really talked miss marvel much we haven't talked thor love and thunder we, yeah. It's been a while since we've recorded. Um, <laughs> That's true. Uh, but we've got still quite a bit of Marvel to, to cover over the next yeah, you know, couple episodes, probably yeah. catch up. Um, we haven't talked. Um, we didn't talk Obi-Wan. Oof. You know, there's there's quite a bit oh, we yeah. haven't talked we about that has come out over the Ob- summer. We need to talk some Obi-Wan for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So those are kind yes. of on the docket, I think, as we kind of get back into the regular scheduled recording yeah kind of get our groove back um and then of course anything else as it comes along like we're still living in the golden age of geekdom so <laughs> oh yeah and like we have, we have know, plenty to talk about i think one thing that i would say though is like because one thing that conventions always bring out is uh you sometimes get people who say things like uh they say some geeky and yeah. kind of one thing that one of the things that I want to finish saying is like you know we don't we don't have to like everything that comes out, mm-hmm. but we should at least as fans of the media or of the show or the fandom, we should give it a shot. You know exactly. Um, something and don't said, shit on people for liking what they like. Well, and something yeah. that was said in the uh, Andor panel was that one of the things that we do as fans is when things get announced and this this uh has come out like this was happening way before the internet but it's worse with the internet because now we get teaser trailers we get all this stuff that we didn't get when we were kids um but you see a teaser or you get a piece of news and you just start your mind starts going oh well they could do this 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 and then they choose a different route and then you're disappointed it's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why i kind of stopped looking at teasers and stuff like that and just went into it um like with andor i didn't watch anything for i didn't watch the disney plus day special i didn't watch anything for andor until it came out and then once andor came out i watched the disney day, uh disney plus day special i watched some of the t- tv spots um, i watched the teaser once it came out yeah i didn't want to know anything going into it because i felt like it would have <laughs> skewed my uh, thought process going into it um, and I just watch all the teasers because I, I yeah, just I, want I, to know everything I can I can't help myself I can't <laughs> yeah I can't not watch it I have to but I would just say give give things a chance uh, don't gatekeep and have fun and like, like Sarah said it's the golden age of geekdom yeah we're all geeks about something it's just something different exactly Oh, and Johnny did message That's like back. a motto. Yes. Oh, he did, did he? His, he says his phone shit the bed, he thinks. Oh, no. So that's unfortunate. Right. Well, we'll have him on next time for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Anyway, should we wrap this one up? Yes. I, James, you got a dad joke for us this time? Oh. I don't. Oh, God, no, I've been so I've been so focused. Oh, so one thing I do have to say about uh this will make you guys laugh. Okay. Um so when talking about Andor, there's a new droid. Uh his name is <laughs> uh B2 Emo. I love him. Uh and yeah, when we were watching Andor and he has a study. Uh, yep, he does. And when we were watching Andor, uh, Jay was saying that he wanted me to update his Cassian costume, stuff like that. 
And then he's like, oh, and you can cosplay with me and you could be a B2 emo. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, that droid is you. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, because he's emo. <laughs> like, you know what? He's you're not, so cute. I love him. You're not wrong. Yeah. I love that but little like, droid. Uh, yeah, okay. that droid. It's a cute, it's a cute droid edition for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm the rundown. I'm definitely the rundown version of B2 emo. Low on energy <laughs> all the time. <laughs> all right. So. Well, everybody, thanks for listening this to this episode. We are going to have uh, more regular episodes to come. So stay tuned to your feed. Give us a subscribe, a like, a review. Um, hey, wait, you, Stefan, Stefan said something about like Every time we have a new episode come out, it gets really super excited. So hi, Stefan. And sorry, <laughs> Stefan. We will try to do more episodes. Sorry, I had to better, I, I had to put it in there. I said it. We did the thing. <laughs> Hashtag sorry, Stefan. Hashtag sorry, Stefan. We're, we're gonna do better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna end the episode there. Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars.